Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everyone, this is Chelsea, and I'm here today with Amy Harnish. Hi, Amy. Hi. Yeah, my name's Amy Harnish, and I work here at Worship Center, and I run our cafe and um, do all types of food stuff for events and all kinds of stuff like that. Yes, and you're very good at it. (laughs) Well, I enjoy it. I like cooking, so it's fun. You're very good at cooking. Um, Yeah, so today we're in Lamentations, which is not, you know, a a bright and cheery read. (laughs) It's pretty dark in some places, um, but there are just like these little glimmers of hope that we see. So Amy, what stuck out to you? I think for me, one of the biggest things that stuck out was... um, just the moms and the kids, like these moms are having to eat their children alive and they don't have food for them and they can't feed them. And as a mom, that's like, I mean, you it's unimaginable. Yeah. You just can't imagine it. Yeah. And <laughs> it's it, like even difficult to read. <laughs> it is. It makes you so sad and it just like, it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So thinking that like, you know, sin, you know, brings us to this point and how, yeah, it's just hard to think that a our God could do that mm. to us, but that's what sin is. Yeah, and it's when when sin separates us that much from God. It's it's like a really clear picture of just how like the horrors that come with just being so deeply engrossed in sin, which is what these people were before um, before Babylon takes them. Um, and yeah, I think that's, I think you're right. It's just, it's sin that separates us and that separation causes these like super painful things. Um, but yeah, um, one of the things that stuck out to me was, uh, of course, that's the famous verse in Lamentations 3, um, great is his faithfulness, his mercies begin afresh every morning. Just that whole section, um, it kind of circles back to um, repentance. So yes, we need to remember his faithfulness, but like there's a higher call of just how we can remember it is through repenting and like getting rid of that sin that separates us from God. Um, but his faithfulness is really hard to see in, in times like this. I can't even imagine. And we mentioned Afghanistan before we started recording. Um, but like just these terrible things that these people went through, um, and still, Jeremiah, who's writing this, is saying that the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Um, and, yeah, he still is able to dare to hope because of that. Yeah, and you had mentioned earlier that, you know, we know the whole picture of the Bible, so we know that they come back to Israel mm-hmm. and our Jerusalem and, you know, the Israelites come back, but they didn't know this at that time. And the faith, they had to have such a strong faith to even believe that and hope that, God was going to redeem them and um, help them. So I think that's pretty big. Right. And we, I think we struggle with that faith, and we don't face things nearly as, <laughs> as difficult and as painful as what they're facing. So, I mean, you're right. Like, what kind of faith is that to fully trust in the Lord, knowing that He's good, even in the midst of something so heartbreaking and terrible? Um, it's good to kind of take a good hard look at ourselves and say, okay, um, what am I going through in life? What's, what is heartbreaking to me and how do I see the goodness of the Lord? How do I know that? Well, part of it is remembering the fact that he's been good in the past and he'll continue to be good to me. 
um, yeah, yeah, it's a challenge. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Guys, thank you so much for listening to God's whole story today. And we'll be back in limitations tomorrow. Bye. Lamentations 2, beginning in verse 1. The Lord in his anger has cast a dark shadow over beautiful Jerusalem. The fairest of Israel's cities lies in the dust, thrown down from the heights of heaven. In his day of great anger, the Lord has shown no mercy even to his temple. Without mercy, the Lord has destroyed every home in Israel. In his anger, he has broken down the fortress walls of beautiful Jerusalem. He has brought them to the ground, dishonoring the kingdom and its rulers." All the strength of Israel vanishes beneath his fierce anger. The Lord has withdrawn his protection as the enemy attacks. He consumes the whole land of Israel like a raging fire. He bends his bow against his people as though he were their enemy. His strength is used against them to kill their finest youth. His fury is poured out like fire on beautiful Jerusalem. Yes, the Lord has vanquished Israel like an enemy. He has destroyed her palaces and demolished her fortresses. He has brought unending sorrow and tears upon beautiful Jerusalem. He has broken down his temple as though it were merely a garden shelter. The Lord has blotted out all memory of the holy festivals and Sabbath days. Kings and priests fall together before his fierce anger. The Lord has rejected his own altar. He despises his own sanctuary. He has given Jerusalem's palaces to her enemies. They shout in the Lord's temple as though it were a day of celebration. The Lord was determined to destroy the walls of beautiful Jerusalem. He made careful plans for their destruction, then did what he had planned. Therefore, the ramparts and walls that have fallen down before him. Jerusalem's gates have sunk into the ground. He smashed their locks and bars. Her kings and princes have been exiled to distant lands. Her law has ceased to exist. Her prophets receive no more visions from the Lord. The leaders of beautiful Jerusalem sit on the ground in silence. They are clothed in burlap and throw dust on their heads. The young women of Jerusalem hang their heads in shame. I have cried until the tears no longer come. My heart is broken. My spirit is poured out in agony as I see the desperate plight of my people. Little children and tiny babies are fainting and dying in the streets. They cry out to their mothers, we need food and drink. Their lives ebb away in the streets like the life of a warrior wounded in battle. They gasp for life as they collapse in their mother's arms. What can I say about you? Who has ever seen such sorrow, O daughter of Jerusalem? To what can I compare your anguish? O virgin daughter of Zion, how can I comfort you? For your wound is as deep as the sea. Who can heal you? Your prophets have said so many foolish things, false to the core. They did not save you from exile by pointing out your sins. Instead, they painted false pictures, filling you with false hope. All who pass by jeer at you. They scoff and insult beautiful Jerusalem, saying, Is this the city called most beautiful in all the world and joy of all the earth? All your enemies mock you. They scoff and snarl and say, We have destroyed her at last. We have laid, long waited for this day, and it is finally here. But it is the Lord who did just as he had planned. He has fulfilled the promises of disaster he made long ago. He has destroyed Jerusalem without mercy. He has caused her enemies to gloat over her and has given them power over her. Cry aloud before the Lord, O walls of beautiful Jerusalem. Let your, te let your tears flow like a river day and night. Give yourselves no rest. Give your eyes no relief. Rise during the day and cry out. Pour out your hearts like water to the Lord. Lift up your hands to him in prayer, pleading for your children, for in every street they are faint with hunger. O oh Lord, think about this. Should you treat your own people this way? Should mothers eat their own children, those they once bounced on their knees? Should priests and prophets be killed within the Lord's temple? 
See them lying in the streets, young and old, boys and girls, killed by the swords of the enemy. You have killed them in your anger, slaughtering them without mercy. You have invited terrors from all around, as though you were calling them to a day of feasting. In the day of the Lord's anger, no one has escaped or survived. The enemy has killed all the children whom I carried and raised. Lamentations 3 I am the one who has seen the afflictions that come from the rod of the Lord's anger. He has led me into darkness, shutting out all the light. He has turned his hand against me again and again, all day long. He has made my skin and flesh grow old. He has broken my bones. He has besieged me and surrounded me with anguish and distress. He has buried me in a dark place, like those long dead. He has walled me in, and I cannot escape. He has bound me in heavy chains, and though I cry and shout, he has shut out my prayers. He has blocked my way with a high stone wall. He has made my road crooked. He was hidden like a bear or a lion, wanting to attack me. He has dragged me off the path and torn me in pieces, leaving me helpless and devastated. He has drawn his bow and made me the target for his arrows. He shot his arrows deep into my heart. My own people laugh at me. All day long they sing their mocking songs. He has filled me with bitterness and given me a bitter cup of sorrow to drink. He has made me chew on gravel. He has rolled me in the dust. Peace has been stripped away, and I have forgotten what prosperity is. I cry out, my splendor is gone. Everything I had hoped for from the Lord is lost. The thought of my suffering and homelessness is bitter beyond words. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss, yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh every morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in Him. The Lord is good to those who depend on Him, to those who search for Him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord." And it is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of his discipline. Let them sit alone in silence beneath the Lord's demands. Let them lie face down in the dust, for there may be hope at last. Let them turn the other cheek to those who strike them and accept the insults of their enemies. For no one is abandoned by the Lord forever. Though he brings grief, he also shows compassion because of the greatness of his unfailing love. For he does not enjoy hurting people or causing them sorrow. If people crush underfoot all the prisoners of the land, if they deprive others of their rights in defiance of the Most High, if they twist justice in the courts, doesn't the Lord see all these things? Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Does not the Most High send both calamity and good? Then why should we, mere humans, complain when we are punished for our sins? Instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven and say, We have sinned and rebelled, and you have not forgiven us. You have engulfed us with your anger, chased us down, and slaughtered us without mercy. You have hidden yourself in a cloud so our prayers cannot reach you. You have discarded us as refuse and garbage among the nations. All our enemies have spoken out against us. We are filled with fear, for we are trapped and devastated and ruined. Tears stream from my eyes because of the destruction of my people. My tears flow endlessly. They will not stop until the Lord looks down from heaven and sees. My heart is breaking over the fate of all the women of Jerusalem. My enemies, whom I never harmed, hunted me down like a bird. They threw me into a pit and dropped stones on me. The water rose over my head, and I cried out, This is the end. But I called on your name, Lord, from deep within the pit. You heard me when I cried, listen to my pleading, hear my cry for help. Yes, you came when I called. You told me, do not fear. Lord, you have come to my defense. You have redeemed my life. 
You have seen the wrong they have done to me, Lord. Be my judge and prove me right. You have seen the vengeful plots my enemies have laid against me. Lord, you have heard the vile names they call me. You know all the plans they have made. My enemies whisper and mutter as they plot against me all day long. Look at them. Whether they sit or stand, I am the object of their mocking songs. Pay them back, Lord, for all the evil they have done. Give them hard and stubborn hearts, then let your curse fall on them. Chase them down in your anger, destroying them beneath the Lord's heavens. How the gold has lost its luster, even the finest gold has become dull. The sacred gemstones lie scattered in the streets. See how the precious children of Jerusalem, worth their weight in fine gold, are now treated like pots of clay made by a common potter. Even the jackals feed their young, but not my people in Israel. They ignore their children's cries like ostriches in the desert. The parched tongues of their little ones stick to the roofs of their mouths and thirst. The children cry for bread, but no one has any to give them. The people who once ate the richest foods now beg in the street for anything they can get. Those who once wore the finest clothes now search in the garbage dumps for food. The guilt of my people is greater than that of Sodom, where utter disaster struck in a moment and no hand offered help. Our princes once glowed with health, brighter than snow, whiter than milk. Their faces were as ruddy as rubies, their appearance like fine jewels. But now their faces are blacker than soot. No one recognizes them in the streets. Their skin sticks to their bones. It is as dry and hard as wood. Those killed by the sword are better off than those who die of hunger. Starving, they waste away for lack of food from the fields. Tender-hearted women have cooked their own children. They have eaten them to survive the siege. But now the anger of the Lord is satisfied. His fierce anger has been poured out. He started a fire in Jerusalem that burned the city to its foundations. Not a king in all the earth, no one in all the world, would have believed that an enemy could march through the gates of Jerusalem. Yet it happened because of the sins of her prophets and the sins of her priests, who defiled the city by shedding innocent blood. They wandered blindly through the streets, so defiled by blood that no one dared to touch them. Get away, the people shouted at them. You're defiled. Don't touch us. So they fled to distant lands and watered among foreign nations, but none would let them stay. The Lord himself has scattered them. He no longer helps them. People show no respect for the priests and no longer honor the leaders. We looked in vain for our allies to come and save us, but we were looking to nations that could not help us. We couldn't go into the streets without danger to our lives. Our end was near. Our days were numbered. We were doomed. Our enemies were swifter than eagles in flight. We fled to the mountains and they found us. If we hid in the wilderness, they were waiting for us there. Our king, the Lord's anointed, the very life of our nation, was caught in their snares. We had thought that his shadow would protect us against any nation on earth. Are, re- are you rejoicing in the land of Uz, O people of Edom? But you too must drink from the cup of the Lord's anger. You too will be stripped naked in your drunkenness. O beautiful Jerusalem, your punishment will end. You will soon return from exile. But Edom, your punishment is just beginning. Soon your many sins will be exposed. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you 
Uh, you can either send us a DM or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.